Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Expanded Conversations, where we look at the landscape of education and those who are innovating uh, education and looking to change it, change it for the better. Today, I am very excited to be joined by two moguls in the making. Let's say that, right? Right? Right. Right. Um, so we have Winnie Caldwell and Sydney Keys joining us. And before I jump into their bios and some of the wonderful things that they have going on, I just want to check in and just ask what is new and what's good. What's new and what's good with you? With my brand, The Wire Hanger by Winnie, I've been teaching blogging a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of people in general, especially here in the St. Louis area mm-hmm. and beyond that want to learn the basics of blogging. So wow. I've actually taught three group classes so far, one virtual since the last time I've seen you oh, wow. to wow. a group of all women so far. We invite the guys, but so far the women, the women are have the shown w- up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are showing up and showing out. Yeah. So <laughs> the first two were here in St. Louis. One was taught actually at the Microsoft store mm-hmm. and the last one I did virtually. So I had some women who were from all over. Wow. 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 (laughs) So she just gave you a sneak peek into what we'll talk about with Winnie Caldwell. So what about you, Sydney? What's new and good? Just what's up with you? I've been going to a lot of events lately Mm -hmm. and also going to speaking engagements. Like recently, we went to Brooklyn to talk to a school about my book club that Mm -hmm. I started. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. And Sydney Keys is how old? 11 years old. Just so you know, listeners, he this guy is 11 years old. So I'm going to pause and step back. I'm going to read a little bit about both of them. So as I mentioned, Winnie Caldwell is here with us. Uh, Winnie is a content creator, an online influencer, and a social media strategist. And stop me if you're like, that ain't me. I pulled it from your uh, information. So this is you. So Winnie Caldwell is a St. Louis, Missouri native. She studied corporate communications at Lindenwood University and proceeded to work in a fast-paced industry, blogging, content creating, teaching, and empowering others in the community. Passionate about serving others, writing began as a natural fit. Winnie began blogging in 2012, which led to speaking engagements from St. Louis to Washington, D.C., and blogging also led her to manage uh, and build websites for others and teach teens how to do so through a local financial literacy startup. Though Winnie couldn't stop there, Winnie has three years of experience working with youth to not only empower them, but teach them how to profit via blogging. She has climbed the media relations ladder. She's began to lead with her son, Sydney Keys, who's 11 years old and the founder of Books and Bros. When she's not networking, blogging, or being a momager, she loves to travel near water for peace of mind. She's grateful for an amazing support system on every endeavor she has approached, and she ensures continuously to represent her hometown gracefully. A mouthful of awesomeness, Winnie (laughs) Caldwell. Thank you. And then so she's joined by her son, Sydney Keys. Momager considers herself a co-founder, Yes. And Sydney is the co-founder of Books and Bros. Yeah. Um, the CEO. He is the CEO <laughs> at 11 years old. They have a mission to bring awareness to African-American literature and black culture through technology, entrepreneurship, literacy, and more. Their target demographic is boys ages 8 to 12, seeing that this is the age where boys normally stop having a yearning to read. And Books and Bros is here to combat that. Just amazing. Just amazing. 
So let's start with you, Winnie, first. I know there's a lot here. So let's start with Winnie. Can you tell us about The Wire Hanger and like a little bit more about how you got into blogging and, and what that is like as now your full-time career? It's a, actually a funny story. My mom told me about 12 or 13 years ago to blog. And because it was my mom, I didn't listen to her. <laughs> you know, she's like, you need to really get into blogging. And I was like, what is that? I didn't even know what it was. I'm like, what is that? And I rolled my eyes. And I'm like, no, I'm never doing it. Wow. And then maybe a year later, she told me how she was doing it and she was making money from it. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Wow. I want to make money. So wow. let me try it. And she's like, well, first of all, you need a following. So that was her pretty much telling me that she was popping, you know. Mm. And <laughs> so wow. I had to figure it out. And I actually uh, was working at a hotel at the time and it was a slow night. There was nobody really around. I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and buy my domain and get this started. And so I've always loved to inspire people. I would send out like mass text messages just to make people feel good. And yeah. I always love the response. So yeah. I figured why not create my own platform to do that. So that's pretty much how it started. The Wire Hanger comes from me. I think it first started out as like Winnie's couch or Winnie's closet. It was something yeah. really like corny. <laughs> um, but I wanted to stand out a little bit more and also make sure that I was ensuring like the rawness of the mm. content. So that's kind of like with the Wire Hanger. Like yeah. you're in my closet, but you're going to understand like this is for you to hang up your problems and move on to better. So that's my oh, motto. That. So I've just been sticking with that since then. So mm. it'll be five years in September and I'm very excited. Yes. And check out her website you know in getting prepared to have the conversation with you today I was just you know looking at the blog and the website and of course I follow you on social media you know and all your experiences and I think that you do kind of give off that vibe of like you know the realness and the rawness of what you do you live in life and like this is this is what it is and so <laughs> I think that for me personally I was able to connect to you in that way um, so that's pretty that was pretty cool Thank that's pretty you. cool to see that feels good yeah yeah, yeah. Look at Sydney. Y'all can see him on live, but look at Sydney. <laughs> yeah, people are watching. <laughs> so how about you? So Books and Bros. Tell us about Books and Bros, how it got started, kind of where you are with it today. Well, Books and Bros is a book club where we read about African-American literacy. We meet up once a month on the first Sunday of every month, and we talk about the book that we just read. Books and Bros does cost $20 to be in the book club, but that includes the book that my mom buys, the curriculum, and the snacks that come with it. And Books and Bros is right now made up of 51 members. 52. 52 now. But how did it get started? Well, it got started when my mom took me on a surprise visit to ICME, which is an Mm African-American bookstore. Yes. She took me there on a surprise visit, and then when she told me when we arrived there, she's like, okay, I'll tell you where we are now. She said, it's a bookstore, and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but then, then when we got inside, I was bored, so I just got a book and started reading it, and then I enjoyed it so much that I actually started liking the bookstore mm-hmm. and all the books inside of it, because I already like to read, but... I just never seen anything like that before, like a genre like that. The books were just so different. Mm -hmm. And when I went back to school, I was kind of bored with the books in our school library. And I wanted to go back to ICB instead. Yeah. So then my mom and I wanted to do take a positive turn. Mm -hmm. And I came up with the idea of a book club. And my mom helped me start it. And then it's been growing up there ever since. Yeah. 
Yeah, I actually recently visited I See Me and you're right. I'll, I'll give a plug to Pam and, yeah. you know, <laughs> the wonderful work that's being done there. It is something that once you see, you know, that bookstore as a person of color, the representation that's there, yes. it's powerful. And so if I was an 11 year old kid after going to I See Me, I'd be bored with the books in my school too. <laughs> if I, you know what I mean? Right. If I wasn't yeah. able to, you know, kind of see myself and, you know, see the different genres and what they have um, that speaks to, you know, just that speaks to us. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. But whenever, like, we go to ICB, I pick yeah. a book out, I could literally sit there all day and just read that yeah. book there. Yeah. Yeah, he never wants to leave. And wow. it was even like that that day. And the cool thing where I think it kind of ties together me as a blogger yeah. and how Books and Bros got started. The funny thing is I had just got back maybe a week before from D.C. I yeah. was speaking at a conference, at a blogging conference in D.C. Mm-hmm. And during the conference, not only was I a speaker, but I was a guest. So I went to a seminar about how to leverage your social media from using Facebook Live. And at yeah. this time, Facebook Live was really new. Yeah. No one was really using it. I don't mm-hmm. even think everyone had access. It was only for certain users at one point. And so one thing that I learned was, you know, your title, that's what's going to get everyone. And also Facebook is the number one source of social media, you know, because of things like Facebook Live, you know. So that's why when you get those notifications that Sally Mae is live, you know, Facebook is promoting for you. So that way they stay at the top. Yeah. So I said, okay, you know, and the funny thing is when I took them to ICME, I said, I'm not going to be a blogger. I'm just (laughs) going to be a mom. Enjoy myself. Like if you look back at the video, I didn't have any makeup on. I had on a t-shirt and some leggings. Like I was not trying to be seen. (laughs) I was not. I was like, I'm just here for my son, Uh you know, but the wire hanger is in me, you know, my blog is a part of me. So after just watching his mind kind of like go off and wonder and you see that and you saw it like i asked pamela i was like can i can i go live on facebook and she's like sure you know and even at this point she didn't know me i didn't know her this is our first time meeting so she didn't know anything about me being a blogger or anything so i'm like okay so i put a nice little catchy title (laughs) and i hit record and then all of a sudden the next morning i had like five thousand notifications that is crazy and i'm like now wait a minute you know and then what is this yeah and after so many days it shot up to sixty thousand views so of course pam's calling me like thank you you know like oh my god you know and i'm like you're welcome and i'm just looking at sydney like what do we do now so clearly you know we hit something where there's a kid and african-american books and you know that love of reading that you don't normally see especially in a time where honestly the only thing that you really see with young black men is you know in a negative connotation online Mm -hmm. um and so seeing something positive and especially something taken away from technology but actually literacy you know it was something nice i think that people really gravitated to so he came up with books and bros and i still remember even when he came up with the name i was like "Uh, really that's it yeah. He was like, "Yep, like, that's it. Yep, I'm the CEO, <laughs> mom. That's it." It was no, it was no other choices, no other ideas, that's and awesome. you know, nope. I just <laughs> ah, he's still saying nope, right? And I, I felt something in my spirit where I said, "Okay, like this is serious." So that's why you see now it's an LLC because I knew that it was going to yeah. take off. I didn't know exactly where it would take us, yeah, but I knew that we had some gold, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I actually want to like read a quick statistic related to what you. 
just said and uh, really drive home for people that may not that may listen you know to the podcast and that may see you um, on this video and all the, the platforms that you all have access to now just to really understand like why there is a need for such an organization so in the spring the black star project published findings that just 10 percent of eighth grade black boys in the u.s are considered proficient in reading in urban areas like chicago and detroit that number was even lower by contrast the 2013 national assessment of education progress found that 46 percent of white students are adequate readers by eighth grade and 17 percent of black students as a whole are too The achievement gap between the two races is startling, but the difference between the report on black students as a whole and the black star findings of just black boys is troubling, too. It's not simply black children in general who appear to be failing in the basics like literacy. It's specifically the boys. Mm -hmm. So in hearing that and knowing like the importance of what you're doing and seeing it. You know, you actually get to see it and experience it, you know, with the kids that you work with and you as a mom get to see it and see the transformation. Like, what is that? Just even hearing that. And I know, you know, the data. I'm sure you know the data. What's something that you would have to say in response to that so people know how important this is? I would have to say, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Because I know there are a few of my friends who love to read just yeah. like me. Yeah. But then, like, if you go and ask some of the other fifth grader boys just in general, mm-hmm. do they like to read? They'll probably say, nah, not really. Yeah. They'll name another subject instead of reading. Mm-hmm. They say, like, reading is my worst subject and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But I would say reading is a good skill to have. It's just as important as every other Subject yeah. math, you need to know how to read to yeah. know how to do word problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to know how to read to know words. You can have a better vocabulary, which means you can do better on job interviews, which means you can have a better job. Yeah. So reading is really important. It's just as important as any other skill that you have. Absolutely. Absolutely. So why is books and bros important to support reading specifically for black boys? Why is it important? Because... Just like you said, there's barely any, like, did you say 2%? I said just 10% of eighth grade black boys in the U.S. are considered proficient in reading. That's the most startling. That's a low percentage. Yeah, yeah, very low percentage. Very. Yeah. yeah. So I think Books and Bros is really important because we need to get that percentage up. Yeah. yeah. We can't have that for the rest of like time yeah because you can't be not a proficient reader that's why most people grow up to say words that aren't actually words like <laughs> <slang>. <laughs> <laughs> true true that true that, that. that's real <laughs> that's real how many meetings have i been in where i'm like is that a word Okay. I mean, I I felt a little shy, you know, because there was some words I thought were real when I was a kid, you know, and then when I got older, I realized they weren't. No, but uh, seriously, I support everything um, that Sydney has said. Yeah. You know, when we came up with Books and Bros and when we decided to specifically target boys, it wasn't just because he's a boy and he's my son, but just like those statistics that you've read off. Yeah. And I mean, even if we take it away from reading, even just going to the department store, there's yeah. always so much more offered to girls yeah. than it is for boys. Yeah. And especially for black boys, there's really no space for them to bond, yeah. you know, for them to connect with each other. Yeah. And when they come to the meetups, 
we get a lot of boys who arrive where you can tell that their parents forced them to come because yeah. they love the initiative that we have. And that's fine. Yeah. And I could tell, you know, I, I've had a mom. She brought like an extra kid. She was like, oh, this is so-and-so's cousin. He just wants to fill it out. And five minutes in, um, he was like, oh, I, I just want to go home. Like, I don't know if I feel comfortable talking about a book. Yeah. And I said, that's fine. He'll be back. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. because that's just how confident I am, you know, wow. because going from seeing that to seeing a boy whose first time he felt the same way. And when he left, he was ready to cry because he didn't want to leave. Yeah. You know, like we're definitely, wow. you know, changing the perspective of reading, mm-hmm. going to Sydney's school. The same boys that he says change the subject from reading now because of what Sydney's doing. It's making reading cool, you know, and they're like, I want to come. Can I be a part of the book club? Yeah, because whenever I did start it, everyone was like, hey, can I be a part of it? And then I ended up bringing like 10 or 12 business cards. If you didn't know about Mm -hmm. that, I brought them on the last (laughs) day of school because all of my friends were like, hey, can I get a business card so I can join? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're definitely seeing the shift in the perspective of literacy now than we had before, especially amongst boys. So that's, that's just awesome. So just really, you know, changing the narrative as far as literacy goes, as far as black boys engaging in reading and, you know, even coming together around some camaraderie around, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, A shared interest, which is, which is amazing. So I want to wrap up just by asking, so what's next? I mean, you guys have taken off over the past few months. Sydney has been, and I'm not going to be able to name all of them. You've been interviewed by what Blavity, and stop me if I'm getting any of these wrong. Recently, was it O Magazine? Yeah, Oprah Magazine, CNN, MS. Like, yeah. how are you handling <laughs> all this? And even after, like, what's next? Well, <laughs> are we doing? I know we are going virtual. That's going to be pretty. Soon. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then, I don't know, what is next? (laughs) (laughs) Well, to answer your first question, I've always been protective of Sydney. I'm even more protective of him now. So, if anything, when it comes to all of the media highlights and all of that, Mm -hmm. I'm first receiver of that before I even show him. So, he doesn't have any personal social media or anything. I see everything first, and then I'll show him, like, hey, Steve Harvey shouted you out. Or, you know, old magazine emailed us or whatever. And, of course, he'll get excited. But there have been times where I've had to tell him, like, Hey, watch this video, but don't read the comments because people don't have any filter, even though he's a kid. You know, I appreciate people like you and others who are my Facebook friends and they always just pour in the joy to drown out the noise. Mm. Um, But we've been handling it very well, uh, very prayerful, very grateful. And, you know, just taking it a day at a time. We've been traveling. Like he said, we went to Brooklyn and he was awarded with the honorable citation from the president's office of Brooklyn. This is beautiful. And and we also spoke at a school in New Jersey. So the next step is going virtual. We have our camera recorder and everything ready. So we're just working on the final technicalities of getting that prepared. So that way we can get some boys involved from around the country. Awesome. Awesome. And I am just enjoying just watching you guys. And I say it often on social media. I'm just enjoying the ride watching you guys because this is something that is so needed. And I just love the fact that, you know, from afar, what I see is a pair of grounded folks like you all are grounded. Like you said, you know, you can tell that you're prayerful. You'll you'll (laughs) even put that out on, you know, social media, you know, as you're going along your journey. So the best of luck to both of you. And please continue to inspire us because we're watching. Thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you. So how can you all be reached? If folks want to reach out and learn more about Books and Bros or The Wire Hanger by Winnie to get involved in either of your projects. Well, to learn more about Books and Bros, you can go to my website, booksandbros.com. Mm-hmm. And if you want to find something out that's not on the website, you can email Books and Bros. Then my mom will answer emails. Okay. And the email address is info at booksandbros.com. So okay. it's just info at B-O-O-K-S-N-B-R-O-S.com. And Winnie? Wire and hanger? As Winnie? far as the wire hanger, if you want some inspiration, any mm-hmm. career advice, and I also do like resume revisions, business card designs, anything career related, yeah. you can reach me at thewirehanger at iCloud.com. And the website is thewirehangerbywinnie.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you both for your time out of your busy, busy schedule for (laughs) connecting with myself and the expanded equity allies in the network. So just keep doing what you're doing. And thanks again for being here. Thank you. Thank you.